I can't stop thinking about him. He's hot. He's the one I think about. Sorry, into him. I believe in love, love, love. Hello, everyone. We're back for the Batch recap. Uh, these have been so much fun. I love watching The Bachelor and having my input because I feel like I have a say, you know, in what's going on, which is important. It's episode five. We come back and it's the morning after the cocktail party where Holly and Steph had had their little blow up because Steph had called Holly a cunt. And Holly is just basically trying to avoid Steph, avoid bad energy, which is like really like impressive from Holly. She's just like you know what, I don't want to be involved in it. I, I just can't deal with it. I think she just, all she cares about is Jimmy, which like I'm very proud of her for. I think that's very commendable. I would have told Jimmy that someone called me a cunt. But again, again, another reason why I wouldn't have made it. Like I would have been sent home. Jim, like, you know, it's not it's not for me. So Osha comes as a single date card, whatever, exciting, woo. And the girls are thinking in all their like voxies and interviews they're like it can't be Steph she called Holly a cunt last night and it's like but he doesn't know that so none of you have told him and this is where Dobbing comes in this is the thing you can't sit around and be all sooky about him not knowing and being like he deserves to know and not tell him like yeah I got shit for telling Matt about Monique calling him a dog cunt but the thing is we were all sitting around going he deserves to know and I was like yeah he does so I'm just gonna tell him you know why I care about Matt more than I care about any of you randoms no idea who you, any of your names if a Jess love you Jess <laughs> but she wasn't there for that so love her so of course because no one wants to get the single date Steph gets a single date and I mean, you know, again, I really liked Steph at first and then she really fucked up last episode, but I quite like her. Like she fucked up and she shouldn't have, you know, called Holly a cunt very fucking obviously. I think maybe it's because she's getting a similar edit to me. Maybe that's why I like her. I'm like the nepotism. So she goes like the harbour. Okay. Exciting. And they're doing some weird like flight simulation thing. And it's like, we get it. You're a pilot. Like, I love you, Jimmy. He knows. We all know I have a crush on Jimmy. I had a dream that I was dating him. Sorry to the winner. I did. I did. Yeah. Had a dream after our interview that we were dating and in love. Jimmy, you know that I love you, but get the fuck over it. We get it. You're a pilot. Like, I know the producers are making you do this, but also you told us that you decided on all of the dates. They're all about you, mister. They're nothing about the girls. But actually, Steph does like aviation, so... Okay. Like, can you imagine, oh my God, can you imagine someone being like, if you had, you were the bachelorette and you took one of your girls and you were like, oh, sorry, I'm talking to Lem, not, well, actually, yeah, to any of you, but I'm talking to Lem directly right now. And you were like, you know what, (laughs) for fun, for your day, we're going to go and do a simulation recording a podcast and a CGI Abby is going to come in and sit down and talk shit. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I care, but like, we know you're a pilot. Like, we know. We've discussed it. It's like fine. Like, what would mine be? Like, oh, like now you have to upload photos to Instagram. Like, let's do that. Like, pass. I'm a bit confused though. Doesn't Steph really hate pilots? So here's the thing, Lem. I'm glad you brought that up. Because she has dated pilots and has been hurt by pilots. So she actually says later on that she has a pilot fetish. So, I, <laughs> which is, I didn't even know a category of porn. But I mean, surely it is, right? There's porn for everything. Okay, don't need to describe the titles. But one of them was My Sexy Stewardess and My Pilot. So I guess she does have a fetish. And like, that's great. Actually, speaking of weird fetishes, my friend the other day, I told her I'd expose her on the fucking podcast. And I'm doing it right now. You know who you are. Her boyfriend's a chef. 
which hot. I think a chef is really hot. Their forearms, so muscular. When I used to work in hospital, I would literally like, uh, about like when they put food on the pass and like you could see every tendon in their forearms. Like it's so hot because they're like chopping, right? Hot. And I was like, yeah, that's hot. The other day she was telling me that she loves the fact that his elbows are never straightened. So imagine someone walking around, like I'm trying to describe this, they're walking around and they're always hunched over and their arms can't fully go down. So they've got like a one quarter of the way T-Rex arm. And she was like, it's so sexy. And I was like, no, it's fucking not. She's like, you can't lie to me. And so I was like, babe, that's not fucking sexy. And she's like, yeah, but he's a chef. Like he's a tall chef. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like six five or something, but it's gonna be like a right angle. So I can say anyway, that was a different side note that I told her I'd expose her. So then like he's doing some weird again, like oh like batch air one seven one. He's like, We're gonna toga. And then Steph goes, mm-hmm. take off and go around. Like the lingo. Like so she's like flexing that she knows the lingo and it's so cringe. Yeah, it's fucking cringe. Like I'm like, babe, he's an actual pilot. I don't care if you know what toga means, but he likes it. He's like, I really like it. And I'm like, okay, you know, if you obviously you two, again, I would not make it. Again, it's just proof. My fantasy of Jimmy is just, it's gone, you know. And I'm sorry, Jimmy, but I'm not going to be like, take off and go around. Like, it's just like, oh, like pandering. So there's like drama in the cockpit. Again, I don't really care. It's a simulation to stand up and walk out. Like, they're like, oh my God, there's like a fire in the engine. Couldn't care less about the fucking fire in the engine, to be quite honest with you. I would literally be like, babe, we've only got like six hours together. Like, can we go like have a drink? Like, this is not. And he's like panicking and he's like doing this like 4242, like paging people. I'm like, Jimmy, no one's there. Like, babe, like calm the fuck down. And it's hot. Like, he's like fixing things and he's like, okay, like we've isolate this engine. Like, yeah, like it's hot. Like, my nipples are hard. But like, I'm not, like, this isn't Sully. Like, I'm not like actually panicking. I'm like, like, <laughs> fuck me. So then she goes back to like a hotel room separately from Jimmy. Again, boring. Have Bachelor. Hello, executive producers. I know you know who I am. We've met a few times. I have your phone numbers. Please bring back sex dates. It's fucking stupid. Let them fuck. Imagine winning and it was bad. And then you'd break up so quickly because you'd be like, well, I, I would. I'd be like, this is bad sex. I'm not doing it. Then they go have a little intimacy thing. Jimmy's gotten her address, I think. I'm not going to lie. I was texting during this part, but I think that he got her address. And he asks her what she thinks of pilots. I mean, obviously, he's been told to ask her this. And, like, she explains pretty well. She's like, you know, I have a lot of friends who are pilots. Apparently, she does have a pilot fetish. Like, she's literally like, all my friends are pilots. I'm like, I don't know one pilot, except for Jim and my boyfriend. But it's like, how do you have a group of friends that are entirely pilots? Like, air hostesses or air hosts, yes, because there are so many more. There are, like, four pilots in the world. Like, there are very many, right? Like, and they're all, like, older dads. I don't know what's going on. But she's like, some of the pilots that I know, you know, one of, you know, about 45 of the 7,000 pilots that I know, like, they're really great partners and, you know, great husbands. And then some of them are really naughty because they have the money and the time and, like, they are flying around, which, like, yeah, that makes sense. And then she goes, I'm not going to paint pilots with the same brush, which I feel like this show is trying to make us think is a lie. But let's cast our minds back and let's take away the dramatic music from episode one. She was having a fucking joke. Yeah, she doesn't actually think this. Like, she's not nuts. Like, she's not being like, I'm never dating a pilot. If she actually thought that, she would have left the first night. Like, she's not lying. So, you know what? Like, it's not manipulative. She just had banter. Like, she has a fucking sense of humor. Anyway. Oh, and also, side note, Steph looks so hot this entire day. Just a side note. Like, 
I've always thought she was really pretty, but she looks like she's like a high pony and she just looks so beautiful. Just a side note, Steph, if you're listening, you look really gorgeous there. And Helen, you did a great job in hair and makeup. So they kiss and I thought it was going to be fireworks. It's not. They think it is. I don't think it is. I call bullshit. They're doing these long drawn out pecs like this. Like fully, fully disembarking from the lip. Toga. They take off and go around on the lip. Like, it's fucking weird. Like, it's, what the fuck? Use some tongue. Fucking spit in her mouth, Jimmy. Like, what the fuck is happening? Like, lick her face. Really miss having sex. Just if you can't tell, I fucking miss having sex. I haven't even masturbated lately because I'm so fucking, it it makes me sad to masturbate. I'm like, I can't have sex anyway, can I? No. But spit in her mouth, Jimmy. And they're also sitting like 30 centimetres apart and like leaning in. Like I thought it would be because she's so hot. He's so hot. They've had a really fun day. Like he gives her a rose. Like, But the kissing just made me feel a bit unwell. It's fine though. Um, All right. So now it's Steph gets a rose. We're all happy. Great. Except for the weird kissing. But I guess we'll see if they kiss again later down the line. Group date time. They're at the beach at Avalon Beach. I don't know if there's a promo for Avalon Beach, but they mention that it's Avalon. And Jimmy comes out of the ocean like it's fucking X on the beach with his best friend who's actually really hot. I actually DM'd Jimmy and I said, your friend's really hot. And he said he's single. So, like, I don't want to, like, shoot my shot, but, like, he's hot and, like, seems, like, normal and nice. I mean, he's Jimmy's friend. My best friend is Jimmy and this is Jimmy's best friend. Liam is looking up a photo of Jimmy. Finn. His name is Finn. Jimmy and his magical flute is what came up on Google suggested. Finn can spit in my mouth. Fans go wild for Jimmy's friend Finn, including me. Hot. That man can get it. I'm going to ask Jimmy to put in a good word. Finn, if you listen to this, no, you're not. Turn it off. He's hot and he could, like, save you from a rip. I don't know if he said that they're both pilots or if they met. They definitely met doing, like, a bronze medallion or something together, like, life-saving. Anyway, in that photo, I would get it the most from Finn, then Jimmy, then Osha. I love you, Osha, but you're married with kids. I can't. I can't do these things. All right, so the girls are like salivating at the fact that Jimmy's shirtless. And like, he looks like backing hot. And I'm like, babe, I get it. Like, at this point, like, seeing any kind of skin, like, you are, you're in a house with like fucking 20 girls. You are not coming that often. And like, you're just kissing, you're edging, you're edging for so fucking long. Like, what the fuck? And they have to do like some relay thing. Again, do I ever get into the details of this? Not really. But at this point, again, I realized I'm so glad Matt was, like, a science man and was like, oh, let's do, like, love compatibility and, like, let's do, like, catch the bouquet, like, not, like, get in the ocean. Like, fucking hell, Jimmy. He's constantly one of them waterborne. Like, he's literally, like, last week it was the fucking jet ski of the the feet. Like, what was it? It was, like, a, what was it? What was it? Jetpack. It was a foot jetpack last week. And when his little head was bobbing, what the fuck is going on? He's like, get in the water. It's like, babe, I think you might like hard nipples or something. <laughs> it's fucking freezing as well. At this point, it's like June and they're fucking, oh, no. No, it's April. It's about April. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Still, it's fucking cold, mate. Anyway, so then they like cut back to the mansion. Steph is back with her rose, like seeing the girls who aren't in the group date. And Sierra is like pissed and being like, I hope they become frenemies because she's like jealous of Steph. And it's like, babe, like grow up. Back to the date. Back, forth, back, forth. It's very weird, this, this editing. Then Holly, it's not very exciting. They're just, they're just paddling. But my boyfriend, Finn, is doing really well. So so Holly, who we love, it's really, like, choppy, the surf, and she's, like, swallowed a whole lot of seawater, which I know is, like, kind of funny, but also, like, is actually fucking terrifying. When you're in the ocean, you're, like, as someone who grew up at the beach, like, in Brisbane, again, I'm here. And, you know, hey, it's fucking scary. Like when it's choppy and it's in your fucking mouth. And 
she gets out of the water and she's like, her voiceover is, my body is too full of water to hold itself up, which is like, babe, we're 70% water. How much water could there be in there? <laughs> so she's really sick. She goes to sick bay, which is like very year three energy. Like the sick bay literally looks, it's fucking weird. Jimmy comes in, he's nice to her. He sends her off. She's like devotious to leave the group date, but also like, babe, like you might die. Like, I mean, I don't know if she would, but like, I was worried for my girl Holly because I like her. And then one of the girls, Tatum, Tatum, and now she comes in and she's being fucking rude about Holly. She's saying she thinks Holly's taking advantage of the situation. Babe, Holly, and I quote, her body was too full of water to hold itself up. She wants to stay at the group date. She wants to get the extra time. She wants to spend time with Jimmy. She's like, she was, she was milking it a bit. And it's like, no, she wasn't. She was dying. Also, babe. The producers would have been like, Jimmy, go and check on her. Like, not that he didn't want to, but, like, she would have thought that she would have been sick, gone to hospital, and, like, not been able to see Jimmy again. Like, anyway. Then the girls are talking to Finn, my boyfriend, and they ask about Jimmy and, like, his ex-girlfriends and stuff, and, like, Finn doesn't really say much. He's really shy and, like, nonchalant, which I like about him. And then Tatum gets the rose. Like, like Finn told Jimmy about who he liked. And basically said all of them because Finn's so nice, as we know. We know he's nice. And, um, oh, God, there he is. A photo's come up again. Oh, God, he's hot. Take it away from the screen, Lev. I'm actually, like, uncomfortable about it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Nipple's hard. Um, Finn tells Jimmy who he likes. He likes all of them. Mm, whatever. That's, you know, have some opinions, Finn. And then Jimmy gives the rose to Tatum. Okay, don't really care. Tatum now has a fucking head. She is a head the size of... The amount of water in Holly's stomach. <laughs> Her head is full of seawater now because she now thinks she's like prancing around this cocktail party. So there's now the cocktail party. And I just want to flag something here. Channel 10, you probably should have like done a quick Google of this term. So they're all dressed up as their spirit animals. Just to quick, just want to flag this here. The term spirit animal comes from Native American traditions that are like thousands of years old and it's I don't want to say racist but it's like cultural appropriation and it makes me feel very uncomfortable like term spirit animal I've had brands before or like interviews ask me like what's your spirit animal and I just say that's not like a fun thing to throw around and maybe people didn't know that but also I know this as someone who I've never met anyone that's Native American in my life and I just you know the term spirit animal is Native American and comes from their traditions and is like fucked it's like endless articles and podcasts about why this term shouldn't be used and the whole cocktail party was built around that i'm just going to use the term animal there wasn't a need to say spirit animal there wasn't a need to say animals but obviously no one thought to just do a quick fucking google anyway tatum is dressed as a hawk and she has this fucking aura about her where she's like i got my rose so i'm gonna win and it's like babe like not even spoken to jimmy yet and Holly is like, oh, what are you taking? I quite like Holly. And she goes, oh, are you a bin chicken? Fucking funny. A fucking funny. And Tatum is like so offended, takes herself so seriously. She's like, I can't believe Holly would say. She actually thinks that Holly called her a bearded chicken. <laughs> are you Australian, babe? Holly was like, oh, you a bin chicken, like being cheeky, trying to make fucking conversation because you obviously all hate each other at this point. And she's like, talking to the girls after and she's like, I can't believe that she got a bearded chicken. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, get over yourself, Tatum. Fucking hell. Sierra is a phoenix. 
rising from the ashes. And see, this is where I get confused with Sierra because sometimes I really like her and like piss myself at things she says. She was like, I wanted to be a koala because I sleep all the time and I've also had chlamydia. <laughs> fucking good. That's fucking hilarious. And also like we love the honesty. We love the destigmatization of STIs. And I like wrote down, I can't decide whether I like her or not. Like I'm just like, like she is quite funny like I just think you know sometimes she just gets a bit nervous on camera maybe I don't know she hasn't been mean yet has she she's just been like oh come on Sierra and she's insecure very insecure Jimmy comes in he's a wolf because he relies on his instinct to make decisions grow up Jimmy I mean and then he says he's a cuddly wolf not a hunting wolf she was the type of wolf that used his tongue to kiss Steph so then Ash gets in the spa with Jimmy. All the girls are, like, really pissed off about it. But, again, like, girls, just get a grip. Nothing else really happens. Laura, again, have you heard of Laura yet? I think you mentioned her once, maybe. Yeah, she's just a bit kooky. She was in the, in the um, she was the queen mother in the photo shoot. I thought that was really funny. Oh, yeah, she yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a sloth. But also, a girl on The Bachelor America did this. She came as a sloth. So, like, don't steal her idea. Although you mightn't have seen it. She, like, climbs a tree and, like, it's, like, quite the – the producers are, like, get out of the tree, Laura. Like, you can hear them, they're, like, Laura, can't be climbing trees. She's, like, oh, like, funny. Like, they're obviously having fun, but also, like, whatever. Rose ceremony, some girl goes home that looked nice, didn't – no name. No name. I'm so sorry if you, if you were on this show and I don't know your name, but, like, I'm busy writing down jokes – I'm busy writing bits. Sorry. All right, episode six. This is last night. The girls are sitting around talking about, you know, oh, I got the last rose. I don't know who got the last rose. Some blonde girl. Uh, I got the last rose. And even when I was filming the show, this was like a big thing of like, if you got the last rose, you were the most hated one. Like you were next to go. Which makes no sense in hindsight. I would freak out. Like I'm not saying they're being ridiculous because at the point – I think because the producers are like, are you worried that you got the last rose? And you're like, should I be? But you actually shouldn't be because if it was the case that the person who got the last rose was going home next, we'd just know who was going home every week. I got the last rose, I think, three times. But Matt was obsessed with me, obviously. It's all about who the producers tell the order to be called out in. So if you're on The Bachelor next season, don't worry about the last rose and don't feed into it because all the girls all the girls would be like are you okay that would have been so scary it wasn't fucking scary it was it is it's really scary uh jimmy comes in on a helicopter hot sierra wants a single date of course like i mean sierra is fucking gagging for it but i think at this late stage style you aren't getting a single date you are here to be the narrator and to say weird things like I have chlamydia. Not weird things. That's funny. But like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're more like the like, one. And same with Laura, babes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, girls. But you know what sucks? At this point, you don't know who is who. Like when you're watching, it's so obvious who's going to be like top five. But when you're in it, you actually don't know. Like you like, it's fucked. But it goes, the single date goes to my girl, the JJ, queen. Love her. Fucking love her. Uh, Just remind me again, what's her actual name? Jacinta or something. It, but it's J- She's called Jay on the show. She's like Jay underscore nutritionist or something on Instagram. I, follow her. I only follow her and Holly. I was following Steph as well, but she got an unfollow when she called someone a cunt. Sorry, Steph. You might, if you come on the show, you might be able to get back in the good books. 
So she's like, maybe it's taking me to Fiji. And it's like, babe, you aren't going to win. So don't stress. You will be in Bachelor in Paradise soon. Like, it's fucking fine. Like, you get to Fiji soon. And the date is a trust exercise and he's giving her revenge for the cocktail party with the blindfold and the cheese. She puts on a blindfold to be on the back of a jet ski. And I literally wrote down, scary vibes, my bestie. Worried for her, worried for her. I was like, I don't want to hurt the JJ. She's my queen. Like, please. Like, ah. Okay, you know how last week I was like, oh, we get it. He can drive all these things. Like, and I was like, it's not impressive. It isn't hot. I actually think it is hot now because he also can drive a jet ski really well. Like, he can do everything. Do you think that translates in the bedroom? Or is it overcompensation? (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think of the best sex of... Yeah, I mean, the guys that I've fucked that have been really good in bed, for some reason, I've been on quad bikes with all of them, with all three of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or do you think that was that, that was a reward? Do you think every man has a quad bike? And as a reward, if you do well in bed, they get the quad bike out. <laughs> do you think that it's actually, it's actually, you know, correlation doesn't equal causation. Every man has a secret quad bike and they're like, you've done well, darling, let's get on. Although one was in England, quad biking in England. He was great in, oh God, almost said his name. That could be my thesis, whether quad bikes equal good in bed. I mean, one of them I actually haven't been on with him, but I know he can. He sent me videos of him on a quad bike. Yeah, maybe actually. I don't know. Anyway, so he's in jet ski and he's like doing like like corners and shit. And I'm like, babe, this is hot. Like, this is like fucking hot. Then the girls, they went back to the mansion, whatever. Jay's having fun. She's safe. God. And the girls back at the mansion and there's like Sierra... And I think Laura, but like the girls who haven't had a single date yet are like sitting around talking about how it's unfair that Jay's on a single date and how like she's had so much time with him because she has the business lounge key and it's unfair. And it's like, this isn't like a game where it's like, if you get the most time with Jimmy, you accumulate points. And then he like, he obviously likes Jay. He gave her the business lounge key for a reason. He wants to spend more time with her because he's trying to find out who he loves. This isn't like I owe you all a single date. Like, if he likes Jay already, he wants to give her time to figure out if he likes her more, or if he's wrong about their connection, and then he'll send her home. Like, calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. So then, back to the date. Vijay and Vijim Jim are doing a high-speed race in MGs, and it's, like, fucking scary because, like, I have never gotten a speeding ticket. I don't have gotten a ticket. Really good driver. I'm always 2Ks under. It's, like, a joke with my friends that I'm, like, 2Ks under. Like, if it's 60, 58. Like, like I'm like, I'm not risking it. I'm not risking a ticket. I'm not risking my life or the life of others. At least if I have a car accident, it's not my fault. Like, you know what I mean? Like this, I would literally, if this was me, I would literally just like check my mirrors, like put it into like drive and then just 60. I'd be going 60. Anyway, so like, it's fucking scary. Like, what the fuck? Like, she's not, has she had a defensive driving course? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then the JJ says... She's had a car accident before where she was driving and she's, like, a bit traumatised by it. Don't make Vijay do this. Not my girl. She's fucking scared. And then Jimmy, icon, he's like, you, you really have to do it. But the thing is, when you're already there, like, you're not going to be the girl that goes, I don't know. Yeah, let's just sit around. Like, you're going to be like, well, I don't want to be a sook. Anyway, she does it. And we love JJ, but also, like, she didn't have to do that. But also, like, she does well and she wins the race while the Jim Jim is talking about the safety features of the car and it's like so sponsored this this part but like I do love an MG so like well done we find out that Jimmy's grandma is half Fijian in like the romantic part so we found out where it's come from it's his dad's side half Fijian and VJJ is also Fijian 
I was texting, so I didn't hear how much she is, but she did say, because she was mentioning her grandparents being Fijian, and then the Jim Jim was like, oh my God, me too. And this is why they're matching names, because they're soulmates. I love them so much. They're really cute. They're really nice. They have like nice chemistry of sorts, but I don't think she's going to win. I just, there's something, she just, I don't know. I just like her too much. And the ones that I like never win, you know? I think for JJ's going to win. Okay. I hope you're right because then we can get the, we can get the intel from her easy. For JJ, if you're listening, let's have a drink. After lockdown, obviously, when things are safe. All right. Group date time. Osha claims to have organized it. Okay, babe, stop lying to us. Some weird characters come out. So there's the queen, the pirate, the adventurer, the clown and the wizard, okay, five. And all the girls are there, but then only five of the girls have been chosen to participate in this, and they choose an avatar in quotation marks. And what they're going to do is the girls are going to go BTS. They're going to go into a room with microphones and a monitor where they can see what's happening, and they control their avatar. It's a really good idea, actually. Genius. Osha, well done. Very creative from Osh Daddy. But when they come out, Sierra is crying because she's scared of clowns. <laughs> And I'm like, babe, you should have written this down in your phobias on the form that you get. And I'm wondering if she didn't. This is the thing, everyone. Again, if you're going to apply for a reality show, you know how everyone's like, don't tell them what you're scared of because I'll make you do it. No, they won't. If you say, I have a phobia of something, they will not. It's not good TV to have you have a fucking panic attack about a clown. Like, it's like, oh, like, so like, just a heads up again. Oh, I was just told the truth. Like, I was like, I'm never going to skydive. I'm never going to do it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And I wasn't chosen for that date. That was the one good date I wasn't on. Because I was like, I she wrote my application. I will not do it. If you take me to skydive, I will protest and leave the show. Like, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not risking my life for a man, for Matt Agony. Love him, though. Okay, so the deal is they're all lined up, they're avatars, and the girls have microphones, and it's a compatibility test. So it's like, the first question was, what were you like in school? The girls all answer via their avatar, and then Jimmy says, which one is the most like he was in school. It's cute. Like, I like it. I think it's a good group date, but it's not very, like, riveting watching. Like, it's, like, I think it's a great group date to be part of, and it's actually good for, like, compatibility. But I just am, like, okay. So they skip most of that part. <laughs> and then there's some drama. This is what we're here for. So the question was, what was in your lunchbox for recess? Like, I don't know. Can you remember what was in your lunchbox when you were younger? Canary, which is a type of wafer in the Middle East, mm. a sandwich, uh, usually Lebanese, and I think I had cucumbers. Very healthy. Yes. Very and I healthy. also told my mum that my friends think that I'm poor, so you have to add more things to uh, my lunchbox. My friends are being classist. Yeah. So if you could, that's so cute. What, did she add anything? Yeah, after that. Another cucumber. For years, and what, she didn't know she... I was lying. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you were like, I'm getting bullied, mum. What did she add? Like a lot of chocolate and sweets. Well, this is where the drama comes in, actually. All right. Great segue, Lem. Great segue. We didn't even plan that. Fuck, we're good. Because I can't remember. Everyone asked me that. I'm like, oh, Vegemite sandwich? No idea. Couldn't tell you. I think Vegemite sandwich. I used to trade. I was a weirdo. I used to trade. My mum would give me like chocolates and stuff. And I would trade it for apples. That is fucking weird. So I'd eat like four apples a day. And that was all. So basically... They all give their answer. Ashley, who we haven't heard of yet, but she says, honestly, can't remember something. But that's not the important part. She goes first, and then Sierra, I think, goes like second or third. And Sierra says, Dunkaroos. 
and something else for the long run. Dunkaroos is the main component. Jimmy then says, my sister and I had a huge fight about Dunkaroos one time where she ate the last Dunkaroo and I was on the other side of the glass door crying watching her eat the last Dunkaroo. That was just so cute. So Dunkaroos hold a special place in his heart and who doesn't love a Dunkaroo? Have you had a Dunkaroo? No, Lem is going to research what Lem, the fuck Dunkaroo is. I'm going to bring in a Dunkaroo for Lem next week and we'll do a taste test because Dunkaroos are fucking delicioso. And chocolate hazelnut ones, they're so good. It's like a low-quality Nutella, but it's like somehow better. Like it's like you can tell like, the texture is a bit grainy, but it's like yum. So then Ashley pipes in via her pirate avatar and is like, yeah, I also love Dunkaroos. Like Ashley babes. The ant story had been given. And she's like, you know, they were better when they had nuts in them, like trying to like, give a Dunkaroos facts. And it's like, it's embarrassing. But then the girls are being really mean. And like, they're like, she's fucking desperate. Like, and it's like, it's a fucking Dunkaroo. Like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, it was a bit cringe. But like, I'm like, poor sweet. Like, she obviously has had no time with Jimmy. Like, we don't even know her name at this stage. Like, we just found it out last night. Like, let her be desperate. Like, anyway, I don't even know who won that part. Like, was so random. I don't understand what the fuck the point of that was. They're like, oh, the first person to get to Jimmy, but no one got to Jimmy. Anyway, so they have to write a letter now about what they want for their future. And then their avatars will give the letter to Jimmy. And Ashley's like, mm, like, I'm really nervous. Like, it's like having your diary read on national TV. Yeah, baby, on a reality show. I had to write Matt two letters during my time on The Fucking Bachelor and read both of them to him. They're like, now write a letter about how you feel about Matt. And it's like, fuck me. And the poor man had to have four of them given to – like, he's like, fucking hell, like, I don't even like you, you know? Like, Matt's little face going, thank you, freak. This is what I don't like, though, about this whole situation is with these group dates, whenever someone does have, like, answers that are compatible with The Bachelor, everyone goes, she's fucking cheating. The girls do this to me on group dates. They'd be like, she's only telling him what he wants to hear. And it's like, first of all, bitch. I don't know this man. Like, how would I know what he's going to answer with? How the fuck would I know that? Also, if I do guess and get it correctly, then perhaps we are the most compatible because I have guessed correctly what his answers are. Like, what the fuck? Um, They're all just conspiracy theorists. Honestly, they're like, she's cheating. How the fuck would she cheat, you fucking idiots? Anyway, he ended up choosing Ashley for extra time. And I just wrote down, Sierra is so insecure. No context. That's all I wrote down. But Ashley gets some time with Jimmy and she's really nervous and she likes him. And then she says to him, I want kids like pretty soon because I think she's 28 or 29 and she's like, you know, TikTok. And Jimmy is like, I want at least five years before kids, which is so fair and hot. And I guess Jimmy with the same time. So it's nice. Ashley is like panicking when he says that and it's like their timelines don't match up. And she, because she's been, she's gone in hard being like, I want kids ASAP, like I've only got a few years left, blah, 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 blah. even though like, you don't, like you probably have like 12 years left, babe, modern medicine, also adopt. But she's like, she said this and he's like, nah, like I want at least five years. Like I don't think it's reasonable to be with someone for like a year and then get pregnant. Like I think you need to wait at least like three years and then figure it out if you want to marry them. And then like, he's like, it needs to be slow. Like this is not a race in the words of ScoMo. And this time, it's not a, it actually is true. It's not a race. Jesus fuck. And the chat's really awkward and she doesn't get a rose. And then I put in colon backslash. That face. Orkies. She's the first person to not get a rose on a date or an extra time. Jimmy's waiting out the front 
And it's like, oh, he's going to send her home because he's like, there's like pensive music. And it's like, I just want to make the right decision. And I want to make sure we have views on Whatever. He's obviously going to send her home. Then I write, goodbye, Ashley. It's nice knowing you. Like, poor Ashley. She looks really cute as well. She's like, I really want to talk to Jimmy. He comes up, he grabs her for a chat. And that's the last the girls I've ever ever seen of her. Like, she just goes off. He is dumping her. He's like, look, like, I don't think our timelines are up. And I don't think there's like a spark beyond being good friends. Some people were like, oh, why did he just wait to the rose ceremony? Like, what's the point of doing this if you have rose ceremonies and it's like well he obviously was like i can't let her wait around like none of you understand if you're on that camp none of you understand how fucking stressful rose ceremonies are like they literally go for probably like 45 minutes like it lasts so long it's so hot it's fucking stressful and it's pure anxiety and it's like a recipe for a panic attack so if he knows before a rose ceremony even starts he isn't gonna he doesn't want her there then he did the right thing by telling her and then other people are like why haven't other bachelors done this right? Because they think it's really good. And it is really good. But actually, Matthew Terrence Agnew on my season did do this. The rule was on our season, so Vaco went on extra time and didn't get a rose. And after that, Matt then requested, they didn't show this because no one from that point didn't get a rose on extra time. But the rule was, if you went on a group date and you got extra time or a single date and you got extra time and you didn't get a rose, you went home from the group date. Or from the single date. So Matt had that rule in place. So if anyone wants to just to clarify, they didn't talk about it on the show because no, it wasn't needed. But that was the rule. You packed your bags every time you left the mansion, your bags were packed, you're ready to go home. Like you were like, this could be the last time I'm here. Like you said goodbye to all the crew. Like it was like, first of all, Matt Agnew did do that. Love him. He's still the best bachelor. And if you're pissed off there wasn't a rose ceremony, get a grip. Like this is way more fun. <laughs> Like and him explaining why and he was he was so kind he was like I I think you're great like you're you're beautiful you're confident you're smart it's just that there's no spark here for me and if it's not there now it's never gonna be there and she was like I really respect that so we love that and then Osha comes in no rose ceremony I mean end of the episode but Sierra says woohoo my care factor is lacking like she sucked honestly so which again is mean but it's kind of funny. Like, not that Ashley sucks and not that we should be condoning, but it's also, like, because Sierra's just so cooked. Like, she's just, like, saying shit. Like, she's, like, a producer's dream. Like, there, I can imagine producers being, like, fuck me. Like, like she sucked, honestly. So, maybe you can't say that. She's not scared of getting a villain edit. And she's getting, like, a villain edit kind of, but it isn't that bad. Like, it's, like, it's kind of like she's, like, a kooky villain. At the end of the episodes, again, no idea who anyone is that's gone home so far. Next week... There seems to be some drama around Holly, my second best friend out of JJ. So we'll see what happens next week. And we might get a guest for next week, hopefully. Yes, that's a that's a yes from Lem, which is exciting. Thanks for seeing, guys. Rate and review and keep, you know, share this around to your friends because it's a pretty random podcast, but you seem to be liking it so far. So love yous. It's a lot, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it?